Hello everyone, here is Tubic Team on Air, and you are listening to the podcasts about design in all its aspects. Thanks for being with us. This episode continues the theme of user-friendly design for business goals. Our previous podcasts presented the explanations of business abbreviations like MVP and USP, B2B, B2C and C2C in perspective of design. This one is devoted to the variety of work styles and relations which can take place in the world of design services. Let's discuss what is the difference between outsourcing and in-house design and what are the benefits and pitfalls of teamwork and individual freelancing in design. No secret, design is a sort of comprehensive sphere, depending on tons of factors which influence its organization and creative process. Comparing to design routine 20 or 30 years ago, nowadays designers have much greater set of tools, methods and techniques, enabling them to speed up the design process and make it more creative, first of all due to the development of technology and the Internet. Moreover, this progress has had a great impact on not only design progress, but also connection with clients. Today we can communicate and create internationally, collaborate with professionals around the world without the need to travel all the time and send the assets to the clients in split seconds. Obviously, the mentioned factors established the strong support for growth of outsourced sector in global business. No doubt, It happened not only in design, still design definitely is in top list of the spheres which witnessed the most considerable growth. How did it influence the process of product design? Let's start with the idea of outsourcing design, which means that the creative team takes over only the design part of the projects for the customers. Being a team with a broad portfolio of outsourced projects And having studied experience of our clients, as well as plenty of successful product companies, Tubic designers and managers have marked out the following points needing considerations in terms of outsourcing in design. Firstly, in outsourced design process you are given a particular design task. That means you are able to concentrate on design tasks only as the strategic decisions are mostly made on the customer's side. In practice, however, this disclaimer works a bit differently. Creating design solutions, solving users' problems and bringing profit to the customers, designers can and often should influence the strategy of the product progress on the market. Anyway, all the final decisions and small or big changes of the product strategy are made by the customer's team as they bear the final responsibilities and all the alterations or suggestions should be made in tight collaboration with the side launching project. In outsourced design, you work on the task you are assigned for. You are not a chooser of the strategy and not a decision maker if this product is needed and if the idea behind it is good or bad. You have to study how to like and love any idea you have to work with because it is the only way to create good result and by the way to earn money. That is not in your scope of work to get into deep layers and tell the client that this idea will not work. Your task is to make it work. That is what you are paid for. In outsource design, you need to have good skills of getting deep into the business goals and correspondent wishes of your client. 
In fact, if you are lucky, you get a clear task, supported with outline target audience of the final product, perhaps marketing plan and ideas on client stylistic preferences. In other cases, you will get just a general line, containing highly blurred tasks like I want you to design a social network for drivers. And that is the part of the job, to get all the details of how the client sees it. It can be done by designers, sales and project managers, but whoever the doer of this vital job is, it is the only way to make the process of collaboration at the stage of design smooth and resultative. In outsourced design, you aren't always provided with the opportunity to communicate with the stakeholders and influence their decisions. You are hired to accomplish a particular scope of works. It has to be mentioned that for many designers it is a benefit, as they start work with a particular task in mind and do not need to get involved deeply at pre-design or post-design stages. However, there also can be projects at which, after launch of the product, designers are later given additional tasks on maintenance and alterations of the existing product. Now, let's check out the positions characterizing in-house product design, which means that designer or the team of designers are set in the particular company, which realizes the full cycle of processes on product creation, maintenance and promotion. In product design accomplished in-house, all the scope of stages from ideation up to the sophisticated testing and maintenance is done by one team. This means that designers get more chances of being involved into all the phases of strategical decision-making upon the product, which is even more creative and analytical job, but at the same time requiring more diverse skills and much higher responsibility. Full scope in-house product design goes much further than actual design tasks. It includes all the creative cycle with complex of tactic and strategic plans, ideas on promotion, budgeting and content marketing, product philosophy and full scope branding, and so on and so forth. It means that the team will need diverse specialists that will establish solid foundation of specific skills, strengthening design and bringing effective product into life. In in-house product design, the creators are the stakeholders. This certainly means deeper involvement of all the participants into creative process and at the same time, more responsibilities. Product design accomplished in-house is the domain of higher financial and creative risks. In outsourced design, especially when the process is already tuned and clear, the earnings can be more predictable and flexible in budget planning of the company. Product design, accomplished in-house, suggests deep concentration on one project and one aim for a long time, while outsourced projects can be different and support the feeling of refreshment. Should be said, none of the ways is better or worse, they are just different. And sometimes what is one designer's meat is what the designer's poison according to the individual peculiarities of nature and creative approach. To sum up, in outsourced design, you are a vital part of the product creation and support, while in product design, you are actually in the heart of all the processes, being not a part, but the whole story. In outsourced design, you are a sort of higher executive, 
while in product design you are a stakeholder with all the responsibilities of this not-so-easy job. Now let's review the benefits of individual freelancing versus designing in the team. The broad availability of the Internet and its endless opportunities gave lots of workers, especially in creative spheres, the chance of being more flexible and resourceful about organization of work process, which is productive and convenient for all the sides. Most of the designers working in Tubic have tried in practice both work styles, which are typical for today's designers in the sphere of web, app and branding design. Most started their path as freelancers before getting into team. So, using the advantage of real-life experience, we would like to discuss high and low sides of freelance and work in the studio or agency. Starting with freelancing, no doubt due to the new technological horizons, a couple of decades ago freelance became the new and broad perspective of organizing work routine. It opened wide opportunities for those talented people who could not leave their homes such as, for example, the disabled or parents of babies and toddlers. This kind of work style brought easy solutions for a lot of problems and let the people realize their abilities against all the odds. So very soon it was taken over and improved by a huge number of professionals in different spheres. The accents moved a bit. A lot of people made the choice of freelancing not because they didn't need to go to an office, but first of all because they could work for themselves and be the only people responsible for their own decisions, choosing the partners or customers and depending on themselves. Freelance work style gave them the feeling of freedom. Among the benefits of freelancing we could mention the following. You are free to choose the projects and customers you want or do not want to work for. You make your own choice of place and time of work. You do not depend on other people and are able to estimate your own productivity. You decide what kind of tools to use for any stage of the project you work on. You don't spend money on transport and other costs obvious for those who work in the office. You control your workload and decide on the flow and priorities of the projects. You are totally responsible for your creative decisions and are free to stop work on the project whenever you want. However, there is also the number of drawbacks or pitfalls, like less or absent guarantees of successful payment, less or absent guarantees of steady workload, no support in creative blocks and problematic issues. Great amount of time spent on communication with customers, which can be not only time-consuming, but also highly stressful. Work under pressure of responsibility, 100% of time. Absence or lower amount of live communication with colleagues on a regular basis. No financial support in cases of sickness or holidays. Responsibilities in case of freelancing include the following list. You are the person responsible for communication at all levels. You are the person of the business controlling for the financial flows, incomes and expenses. You set the deadlines and you have to control them by yourself. 
You work from home or any other place and should control the influence of the conditions on your productivity. The scope of work you can supply is limited by your personal abilities and talent. You have to be strong-willed and highly organized to efficiently separate your work time and personal time. Therefore, this way of work demands high level of total and absolute responsibility in case the person wants to become really successful rather than just make a living. In the sphere of design, you have to become a jack-of-all-trades, being able to organize the efficient workplace, fast and easy communication, keeping deadlines, controlling finance, and improving as a professional all at the same time. Let's check now how teamwork is different. Talking about design sphere, teamwork usually means that you become a part of design studio or agency. The benefits in this case can be the following. In most cases, a team consists of diverse professionals in design, and this gives a broad space of creativity and high chances of getting involved in complex design projects. Work in a team has higher level of stability in workload, planning time, and finance. In many cases, it gives the faster way of successfully presenting yourself for international design community as a result of accumulated effort of all the team members. Teams include not only designers, but also managers, who are real and important support in terms of communication with customers, including the cases of solving conflicts and misunderstandings that are unavoidable in full-time creative work. Moreover, it saves you time, which you are able to devote to pure creativity instead of organizational and communication issues. Team has a great advantage of brainstorming and collective mind that can become very supportive, especially in case of creative block or complex task. Team can take big and complex design projects, splitting the parts of it to the designers who are the most capable of producing final results good for all the team productivity. Team provides regular communication, both with designers and managers, which is good for self-improvement and building social relationships. You have clear separation of your working space and personal space, which is a vital condition of personal comfort for many people. You have a feeling of somebody to back you up that can give you more confidence. Team has more variance of promotion and presenting its members. In case of design sphere, it is sometimes less time-consuming and faster way to get involved into the community and take the support and popularity, being a part of the team. The flow of information exchange and circulation is much faster and more efficient. That increases the level of general team productivity and problem-solving potential. Team can bring good friends into your life, as well as inspiration and life energy absorbed from the other people around. Still, there are also some features which for some designers could be defined as drawbacks or pitfalls. For example, you have to organize your routine according to the schedule of work with the team, whichever flexible could be the variance offered to you. You have to get ready to be a part of a group. That's vital to know that even presenting yourself as a designer, you are working in the team and for the team. 
You are working in a set of restrictions, and in many cases you are assigned for the projects, not choosing the tasks, but getting them for your consideration and accomplishment. Responsibilities for this sort of design routine include such positions. You have to be aware that you are a part of a team, but as well as the team is the integral part of your image. You are always involved in more or less active communication flow, which is natural for any kind of work. That means that you should take into account interests, habits, characters and thoughts of other people around you. You have to consider not only your personal interests and prospects, but also the interests and prospects of the team. Teamwork has its own responsibilities. Seems there are more of them than for freelance although in most cases it is an illusion. Teamwork provides the chance of taking the best from delegating responsibilities between the people who are the best for the particular roles. So a designer has more time for pure design and creative work, as well as professional self-improvement, not bothering so much about management and organization. Definitely none of the benefits or drawbacks are absolute. As all the people are different, the methods of work style for their best productivity should be also various. No secret or tricks. Just one man's loss is one man's gain. Some of us are amazing team players, while the others prefer full responsibility and decision-making only on their own shoulders. None is bad or good. All those things are extremely individual. Out of the studio practice, here we have gathered people who are consciously keen and able to take all the advantages of teamwork. It never ever means that any of them has lost their freedom, as all people in the studio have enough of their own private space and the chances of work without being disturbed. However, this kind of freedom is always supported with all the team, who are invisibly behind you and ready to back up any moment it's needed. So, we think that teamwork organized wisely and thoughtfully, doesn't take away designers' individual space of freedom. Vice versa, it adds to it the power of solid support and prospective ways for bigger and more complex, therefore more interesting and challenging projects and tasks. If you want to read more about various aspects of design for business and see a variety of practical cases, Welcome to read our free ebook, which you can find at www.tubicstudio.com. Don't miss the next episode, which will be devoted to the aspect of e-commerce in design perspective. Stay tuned, and thanks for being with us.